0: Welcome back to uh, Spirit Road. Glad you're joining us again. And we're here with the lovely Stephanie to have a conversation today. Welcome, Stephanie and Tim, my wonderful co-host. Nice to see
1: you. How are we
2: doing? Hi. Pretty good. Good. Good to have you here with us. It's good to be be here. Um, You two are two of my favorite people in the whole world, so I love being here. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're yeah. one
0: of my favorite people too mm-hmm. it's been a while how long have we known each other
2: four three four years something that feels like much longer but I yeah
0: know, right mm-hmm. yeah. It's strange
1: that way yeah it, it like is
0: especially lot. since you all live in kansas city and i live in the denver area but through the magic of zoom and yeah. awkwardly then meet up we were able to meet so it's lovely yeah. to have you with us again
1: thank you so where can we jump in we were just talking about a few few possible directions and and i really liked this idea of what was it divine divine alignment
2: alignment. um for me it's through creativity but really any way anywhere with anyone i feel comfortable and safe with and know well I'm like ready for that. Like, I feel like that's what 2024 is for me. Like my, my word for the year is alignment. And I, I mean, that, that's really it for me. Yeah. So,
0: so, so when you say alignment, what do you mean by that?
2: Hmm. I mean, allowing the divinity that is within that I believe all of us have within us Mm -hmm. um, more room to sort of come online and work more on sort of sinking like my, my earthly egoic self, nothing wrong with ego. I don't mean that in a bad way, but to sort of um, align with that divine piece. So there's like this, this wholeness. Yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 And I, and I, and to move more from that place, like that's all it's about for me right now. <laughs> I
0: love that. And how does that express itself create, creatively for you? Because you're such an incredible artist. And I know you pour a lot of that into your artwork for sure.
2: Well, I think it's, it's, it's it's two different ways. Honestly, the first, um, which I've talked with you guys before about is the process art, which is, art for process it has nothing to do with like creating a pretty picture that's what started it all and that's been like 20 plus years ago and that's just sort of creating for creativity's sake and and moving things out if you're feeling an emotion you work with that Um, and really that's how I got to know the truest part of myself because as I was working that way creatively things came up for me to work with in my own life almost like a therapy session type of thing but it was with my my higher self kind of you Mm -hmm. know and I just followed that thread for 20 years with creativity um and then something else began to happen and that happened probably started maybe two or three years ago where it felt like I guess I was cleaned out enough of some of the process that other things could come through and and of, you know, it's my higher self came through for sure. My original self. I don't know if I love higher self, but my original self, my divine self, but also, um, you know, interdimensional aspects came through and um, extraterrestrial ac- aspects came through and that, I mean, and then we all sort of create together and words come and images come and color and energy. It's less about images now and more about color, energy, movement and words. Yeah.
1: I was just speaking with someone earlier today about, um, I mean, it it was a really big question, but, you know, just that, that idea of like, why are we here? Like, what, what is our focus? Um, and it was in terms of the work that I've done in, in it over the last 20 years and, and kind of recognizing that, um, certainly there's a hierarchy of needs needing to pay my bills needing to keep a roof over my head all of those things but ultimately in the grand like thinking about spirit having human experience there's not a lot of new experiences in that it's been a lot of the same things over and over again and um and will i see that they're valuable in the world like to my inner child to maybe, you know, thinking of divine alignment, you know, it's like, I really want to connect more with like the creator, or the person who's here to have new experiences, or to be in the world in different ways, or to connect and see our divinity in each other and all of that. And really just recognizing, yeah, it's for me, it's a duality right now, because I'm doing a lot of exploring. And there's also this little bit of like guilt and shame about that, like, you're not being a mature adult, Tim, you need, Mm. you know, you need to buckle up and Do all, you know, do all of these adult, responsible kinds of things. And then the other side of me is like, um, but what am I, what am I here for? It it leads back to the same question. You know, I think about divine alignment. It's like, the answer is more about, it is about the art and whatever way that expresses through us in the world. Right.
2: Yeah. That creative spark. And then also, you know, just asking the question, what lights me up right now? Mm-hmm. and that may be different in two months but i mean you're still following that that light of oh well, how does it want to play in the world now you know or how and i yeah i get what you're saying about that shame that comes up when i quit my day job mm-hmm. it's been 13 years now who i had a lot of that for many years and and then I got sick and that sort of took everything off the table. Like my body couldn't go physically go back to work then. And so I was like, oh, okay. Um, I, I, I get it. And I, I do see around the world though, or at least in the West, that there's this change happening. People are wanting more of that, what we've just talked about, that meaning, like what does light me up instead of just doing the same thing every day for decades, I think COVID really helped
0: to shift a lot of that, don't you think? Because a lot of people haven't gone back to their old jobs or their old ways, and they are looking to expand in completely different ways. And I think just seeing people's interest in spirituality really seems to me has really started to grow even more and faster than it was prior to COVID, I think that really it's it was a difficult time and yet it feels like it really shifted everything with us as as people as society
2: yeah you know that's uh, we were just talking about how my art sort of shifted and then I really came became more aware of the other interdimensionals and stuff like that using art and that happened around the same time. Yeah. Like it all lined up around 2019, 2020. Yeah. 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 I'm not surprised. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I just, I remember when the world shut down and, and we were all kind of locked up in our homes and things, I uh, t- two things happened for me. One is like, I realized how much I had been avoiding sitting with my healing work. So, to speak, like all of these things that I really had not looked at in my life, I was really masterful at avoiding them. You know, I would go out into the world and network and play music and hang out with friends and go on road trips and all that. And suddenly that was all taken away from me. And all I had was time to sit with that stuff. And then what came up in the midst of that, the second thing was really just how much connection was important i mean like it just like not that i didn't know that before but it's like really like this that's what it's about is like being in the world connecting like again recognizing our divinity and others and all of that and i feel like with everyone that that happened on some level and maybe in that bringing us together maybe that opened up the doorway to some kind of new possibilities coming into on a spiritual interstellar whatever you might say
2: Yeah, Yeah, I would agree with that. And in fact, for me, at least there, there's been a switch even in the quality of friendships and conversations that I have. And, and Tim and Lori, you guys are a big part of that. And I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing it probably still would have happened had COVID not hit, but something like something definitely shifted and, and some of the older relationships that I'd had in my life that were very, they just weren't, they weren't of that alignment that I'm talking about. And I couldn't be fully authentic, my full authentic self, which is, I feel like one of the only things I want to do now, you know? So, you know, I, yeah, things are definitely shifting. I re- I recognized how big connection was and I'm I, like, I love to be by myself in my little house yes. in the studio creating and I don't even go out that much but man when you take it away from me I realized oh yeah I need connection but yeah. but like that really meaty heart centered connection yes yes
0: it seems like in my life a lot of the surfacey kinds of conversations have gone by the wayside and either those friends have come along and gone deeper or they're not friends anymore. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: it's like you say, it's like those meaningful conversations that we can have and have fun and also explore with one another what's going on internally and with spirit and how we're working through whatever needs to be worked through, which seems to be endless some days.
2: Yeah. And how important true community is while yeah. you're working through those things. Like we talk about people dropping away from our lives, you know, and in some respects for me personally, someone that I has been in my life, a sibling is now gone. And it's, you know, working through that with yeah. these people that truly see me and and hear me, you all included. It's so important. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah.
1: So I'm thinking about how all of these shifts that we're talking about and thought and thinking also how probably part of our audience, if not all of our audience, is in the awkwardly Zen community, yeah. like it might be fun to just, I I'm curious if you could tell us a little bit about like, cause you and me host the paradigm shift talks third Saturday of every month, you know, an open discussion about the topic of paradigm shifts. And yet that was something that's how I know you is that we met in a, meetup group in person here in kansas city for a group of the the same name and i think it's the the, like the origin story of that is pretty interesting like how how that came about would you be able to tell like a version of that
2: sure and 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 i have to say it feels like a lifetime ago at the same time you know what i mean tim like very much yeah um You know, it it came about because I personally was feeling so lost and alone. And I was having these interdimensional type of experiences, not quite like what I experienced before or after COVID, but just think like I was getting, I was getting journaling stuff coming through and, and, and things happening, synchronicity. And I just felt really alone with it. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like I had anyone I could really talk to about it who would get it. And so I started uh, looking on Meetup to see what, what was around so that maybe I could join a group or something. And I noticed that there really wasn't anything, you know, and I did start looking in through like, you know, as far as topics, paradigm shifts, shifts in consciousness, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And when I didn't find anything, I was like, okay. I'm gonna make one, but before I pulled the trigger on it, I was in the shower one morning, and I I heard words very clearly that mm-hmm. basically said, um, "Find the others." I think was 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 what I heard, um, and that was that was my like thumbs up to do it, and I did it. I was so scared too because I'd never done anything like that. And uh, it was amazing. It really, what I think, was it two or three years, Tim, that we did it? Yeah. And yeah. it was just that community of, of people being authentic and real and going through the similar things. And now as we find ourselves on Awkwardly Zen and we're, we're able to chat with way more people at once than just in a small back room in a coffee shop. It's it's just incredible and it grows. It's growing because more and more people are in their paradigm shifts.
1: Looking yeah. for community. Yeah, I thought yeah. The most interesting parts of that was that it was an open meetup group. Um, anyone could have found it and come to these meetings in the back of a coffee shop and and from the very first meeting for the better part of a year that followed it was really only six of us, six or seven of us that would show up on a regular basis. And every one of us had come to that group because we had had some kind of awakening kind of experience. And most of it had happened right around that same time, very different experiences, but just these, you know, in the defining paradigm shift, these um, events or happenings in our lives that made us really question our understanding of what was happening, you know, the rules that the, the world is built on, and that we all live by, like, we're kind of thrown into question. And and <laughs> we were looking for community and support and conversation in a way that didn't feel judged or ridiculed or. Yeah, it was, it was. And, and for the better part of that first year, yeah, no one, no one found us. And then it was almost like a door opened. And suddenly all of these new people showed up, and then awkwardly Zen came about. And yeah, and yeah, so it has been this growing community. And we wouldn't know you, Lori, if not for Awkwardly Zen. And...
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. It came at exactly the right time. That's for sure. Yeah. And what makes me happy is finally, after all these years of being on a path and working with spirituality, I have a huge community, which I never had before. So it's so lovely to see that there are so many of us opening up to this and waking up to this, to this path, really, and looking inward, like you're saying, Stephanie, and really finding that place of alignment with spirit and listening to that guidance. It's very exciting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah I'm like you, Laurie. my community was very small mm-hmm. and now yeah. <sighs> it's just so amazing. Thank it you, is. Awkwardly Zen, if you're listening, yeah. I'm sure they are. I'm somebody there. <laughs> Thank you, <Seriously>. Ari.
0: Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, Lori, what? How would you define uh, alignment? Like in in your own path, like what's been that journey for you?
0: I, I think similar to Stephanie's um experiences, for me, it's been a long journey of using meditation for myself and learning to quiet my mind and my ego, finding a place for them to rest while I'm trying to get centered and be still, and then learning to pay attention to what I'm calling my soul self at this point, um, centering my consciousness into my heart space, and then allowing that to speak to me or show me something or guide me in some way. And as a result of doing this work and being in that moments of alignment with spirit, I've also found that other beings can step in in those moments that are not from here, that are from the galaxies and interstellar beings that come and also provide information, which has been interesting and Something I've resisted for a long time, but I feel like in the last year or so, a couple of years now, I've kind of more stepped into it and I'm aligning more with it. So, but it's that for me, it's being in that centered place of stillness and then allowing myself to open to whatever that divine energy is that comes through and just feeling that all around me and in me and recognizing that I'm not separate from it. Hmm we're all the same. We're all one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's a big piece of it too. And when you start to move from that Mm -hmm. wholeness, so to speak, then you do really recognize others as the same. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was a big leap for me to move to that place of understanding what I had grown up calling God to really referring it to to that energy, a source and realizing that it's everything, which includes all of us. So if that's the case, then none of us are separate and none of us are separate then from God or source or whatever you want to call that energy. And we're also not separate from each other, Mm. even though it feels that way sometimes. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, just hearing your stories, I'm kind of reflecting on what alignment means to me.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, I think when I, where I'm landing is this idea of like, if in, in that sense, if we are individuated from source in order to experience the universe through it, the individualist's eyes, you know, like almost I think about it like art unfolding to be able to see that, like to approach that from a place of lack or scarcity or to create, to make decisions in the world that are based on fear um, is really kind of out of alignment. Like it's mm-hmm. really leaning into the realm of possibility and also following, like you say, Lord, that heart space where it's like the things that you do are truly resonating and, you know, filled with passion and excitement. And, mm-hmm. and it's hard to do. I mean, in this world that we're living in with everything that's going on, it's not like that is an easy task there are many things to many things that are beating the fear or the scarcity or the lack or whatever it is and it's not to say that those aren't real either so so yeah coming into alignment is really this process of how can i how can i connect to that higher self part of me while still navigating a world that that may not always support that too so yeah yeah
2: yeah And trusting and allowing that part of, of us. Yeah. That's, you know, and, and trusting that, okay, I have no idea where this money's coming from, but I'm just going to trust that if I follow what I'm interested in, Mm -hmm. something's going to show up. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think
0: I read a quote the other day, something about we don't have to know where it's coming from. We don't know. We don't need to know how it's going to manifest. We have to stay in that alignment and trust that it is, mm. that it's on its way. And that's all we need to know and keep moving forward in that energy of trust. <laughs> yeah, easier said than done for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think 2024 is just going to keep giving I get, get the picture <laughs> and, and just give up, you know, and allow.
1: Yeah. Every, yeah. every I've gone this week, there's been this message of this, this is going to be an intense year. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten full clarity on what that means. Just that idea that everyone is feeling this, that things are shifting. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, energy. there's
0: an excitement about it. it. To me, it feels very positive. And that, so it feels like, yeah, there are some big changes coming and it feels lighter to me and more exciting energetically than mm-hmm. it has in a while. Does, I don't feel the struggle like I did the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know what that's about exactly, but it's more of an energetic thing that I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> big year coming yeah. up. We'll see. Yeah and I'm I'm so glad that there's community to be sharing all of the the little nuggets that 2024 decides to yeah. rain upon us.
1: Just just before we go Stephanie I'm wondering if you might take a minute just to share about what you have coming up. The couple of things I know creative nectar and then this wor- this workshop series that you're doing with Valerie Lewis and
2: Yeah. um, Well, I'm very excited about Creative Nectar. Creative Nectar Studio is something I have been heart-centered. I co-founded with Jenny Han, and um, boy, it's been 13 years. And we just sort of gave it an extra boost last year, and we decided to get back on it. And we felt very, very centered to do that. And so we started a podcast on creativity. Um, basically, it's like heart, heart-centered heart living and shifting times and using creativity to get there. So we have that and we have a community. Um, that's creativenectarstudio.com. And then the thing that I'm doing with Valerie is amazing. And I feel like we're going to have to have a, another conversation about that yes, with sure. her. But yes. frequency, intention, and color is about using frequency and including the creative process and you don't have to be an artist to do it um and see and allow what unfolds in a two-hour class and we're offering it for free in February so it's the third Sunday of the month I think it's the 18th of February so yeah somebody
1: wanted to sign up for that where would they do that
2: Um, they could do that at stephgrayart.com or they could go to tarot unicorns and coffee on meetup and um, sign up there directly either way it'll get you there Um, or you know just reach out to myself or to valerie if you know us and we'll we'll get you there
1: and just to share that that the tarot unicorns and coffee is a kansas city-based meetup so if you were to search by location you would find it so yes great
0: and I can say that I have been in those classes and they are incredible. So <laughs> I encourage everyone to consider signing up.
2: It's pretty intense. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It is.
1: Well, thank you for being here with us today. Yes.
2: Thank you guys. I love talking to you anytime. Yeah, we'll have you back soon. Hey. hey. hey.